Amita's kahani is about a successful businesswoman who is seeing a therapist. This is her first session. Oh, you can call me Amy. Only my mother calls me Amita. I'm not sure where to start, so I guess I'll start at the beginning. We moved here from India. That's where we're from. Do you know Mumbai? It used to be called Bombay. Or I'm sure you've heard of Bollywood. That's where all the Indian movies are made. So yeah, we moved here when I was five. And next week, I turn 30. I am so excited. My girlfriends and I are going out for drinks and then to a new club in Soho. I'm a Scorpio. I don't know if that matters, but in our culture, people obsess about their horoscopes. Our parents go to an astrologer when we're born to get our charts read. And that's supposed to be some sort of map of our lives. Apparently, my chart says that I will experience identity conflicts throughout my life, and I need to be careful about tension in my chakras, <laughs> whatever that means. I don't know if I believe in that stuff, but I do check my horoscope every day. Maybe it's just a habit. So my friend told me that it might be helpful for me to come see you because I've been so unhappy lately. So I thought, hey, <laughs> what do I have to lose? And in New York, everyone has a therapist, right? So yeah, I came here when I was five. My family lives in Jersey. I haven't lived with them since I went to college. I moved to the city when I got this job. Oh, I'm a financial consultant. Basically, I give people advice on what to invest in and how to manage their money. It's funny how little people know about investments and how important early investments are for those rainy days. Things like insurance, bonds, mutual funds, IRAs. I am excellent at what I do, and I have high expectations for myself. It is very important to me to be successful and financially independent. Right, so as I was saying, I moved here when I was five. My family is a typical Indian family. We lived in an area where there was a lot of Indian families and you could literally smell the spices a block away. My cousins lived down the street from me. I was really close to my cousin Ronnie. That is, until she got an arranged marriage. <sighs> I always wondered how women could do that, and with Ronnie, I was even more surprised because it happened in our generation. I guess they do it to please their parents. I don't know. I definitely wouldn't let that happen to me. So I have a brother named Gopin. Uh, he's five years younger than me, so I suppose that makes him 24. He wants to be a movie producer, but my parents want him to be a doctor, so that's what he's trying to do. I tried to encourage him to go away for college, but he still lives at home with my parents. He says he needs to be there. I think he needs therapy. My whole family needs therapy. Especially my mom. My mom is a stay-at-home mom. Her parents died in India when she was very young. She married my dad at 17, just after finishing high school. And my mom took care of all the household things. She made our lunches, did our laundry, and always made sure dinner was ready when dad came home from work. I guess you could say her life revolved around us. Ever since I moved away, She's been really angry at me, but I just had to do it. I remember the huge fight we got into when I told her I was leaving, and it didn't help that Dad wasn't speaking to me at the time. I suppose that's why I'm here. I've been feeling really guilty lately because I've been thinking about my mom. I have this love-hate relationship with her. I just don't understand why she just doesn't leave my dad. He's such an asshole. I can't stand him. Okay, fine. I guess I should tell you why. Ever since we were young, I remember being afraid of my dad. I was never daddy's little girl. He moved here before we did to get a house and find a job, and I think he always held that against my mom, you know, the fact that she wasn't here to help him. I know he had a hard time because he used to be an engineer back home. 
He came here and ended up buying a gas station with a friend because he couldn't find work in his field. He'd work long hours, struggled to find work. He always seemed frustrated. So I guess I can understand why he was so bitter, but I don't understand why he did the things that he did. I still remember the way he used to shout at her. He used to control her every move. She couldn't even go to the temple without asking his permission and usually only went if he was going. One day when he took her to the temple, he saw her talking to a male relative. In the car ride on the way back home, he yelled at her for talking to him. He asked if this is why she always wanted to go to the temple and how could she disrespect him like this in front of the whole community. He said she was ruining his name. I couldn't believe it. She didn't even say anything back to him. He was basically accusing her of having an affair and she said nothing. After that incident, she never asked him to take her to the temple again. She became even more isolated. He made her feel like she was acting inappropriately. It made her so insecure, so afraid to talk to anyone. She babysat when we were young, but lately she hasn't been doing that at all. Any money that she made would go directly to my dad. She always said, it's okay, Beta. He's better with the money. I don't think it's okay. He gave her an allowance. I mean, a grown woman with an allowance? How ridiculous is that? And he even tracked where she spent that. He would ask her why she bought a certain type of bread when it wasn't on sale. It was crazy. There was always shit like that going on. He would do things like that that would take away any control she had over her life. I always thought it was so demeaning. He would control her financially. He would question where she spent her money. He would control her emotionally. He wouldn't even let her cry in front of him. He would control her socially. She wasn't able to freely socialize with friends and relatives. And he would control her physically. He would slap her, shove her, pull her hair. He needed to make her feel like she was nothing. Mom would try to make sure everything was fine at home, even though it wasn't. I remember this one time when Dad walked into the bedroom while Mom had just finished doing the laundry. She was ironing one of his shirts. My mom was wearing a top that he thought was too revealing. He made a comment about the neck being too low, even though it wasn't. He always made comments like that about what she wore, even though she was really careful about it. You just never know what would set him off. He asked her who she was dressing up for and then shoved her against the dresser. I was in the bathroom. I could hear everything. I waited for him to leave before I came out of the bathroom. I saw her standing there in front of the dresser, staring at her reflection in the mirror. I asked her if she was okay. She said, I'm fine, Beta. I just have a headache. She walked over to the bed to lie down. I crawled into bed and laid down beside her. From the corner of my eye, I remember seeing our family portrait that stood on the dresser. It had fallen on its side. My dad was crazy, always irrational, always tormenting her, always taking things to the extreme. Like, there was this one time when dad freaked out because dinner wasn't ready on time when he got home from work. He had to wait five minutes and that was five minutes too long for him. When she was in the kitchen preparing the plate for my dad, he went up to her and slapped her in the face. This made her drop the plate on the floor. She looked so ashamed. He called her a useless wife and told her to clean up the mess. We were sitting at the dinner table when this happened, my brother and I. He looked at me and then he turned to her and said, What kind of stupid mother are you? Is this what you're teaching her? He stormed out of the house and my mom sat on the kitchen floor crying. I remember walking over to her and asking her if she was okay. 
I told her. I hate him. She got angry at me. She reached up and slapped me. Don't you ever let me hear you say that again. I should have known better. Your dad worked so hard to give us this life here, and all he asks is for dinner to be ready in time. She went to the bathroom to quickly clean herself up. In the meantime, I cleaned up the mess in the kitchen. There was glass all over the floor. I remember cutting my finger as I picked up a piece. I never told my mother that. She waited all night for him to come home with his dinner ready on the table. He never came home that night. So my dad is the only son, spoiled. His mother used to visit us quite often. I hated that bitch too. I guess I shouldn't say that because she's dead now. Whenever she visits, she babied my dad. She would always harp on my mom for not doing things the right way. Things were never good enough for her. The house was never clean enough, the food was never good enough, and the clothes were never white enough. She even used to harass me. I hated being forced to clean and learn how to be a good Indian girl while my brother would goof off with his friends. It seemed like my brother was always off the hook. I used to always fight back and say, ah, I would never need to know these things because my husband's going to do them for me. She would always tell me how wrong I was and that that is not what decent girls say. When I finished high school, I was always fighting with my mom. I couldn't understand why she stayed with my dad. I told her we could move out together and I'd help her find a job. I even offered to quit school so that I could support the two of us. But she wouldn't budge. It's like she felt that it was her duty to stay, that she had no choice. She also didn't want other people to know what was going on behind closed doors. It was like getting a divorce was worse than being hit. I started to lose patience and snap at her. I hated who she became. I thought she was weak and I decided I was going to be like that. Like her. I wanted her to be like my friend's mom. They worked, drove us to movies, and I never saw their parents fighting. I wanted that life for us. I left home at 17 to go to college and I only came back a few times to visit. I guess you can say I avoided coming back. Whenever I did come back, I'd see her stuck in that same place. I was angry with her. I just don't understand. When we talked on the phone, I knew in her voice there was something wrong, but I ignored it. My brother would always call me to tell me what was going on, but I told him, I don't want to hear it. If she doesn't want to leave him, I can't help her. He, on the other hand, couldn't leave. He has a lot of strength. One day when I was visiting home, I heard my dad going on again in the kitchen. And you know what? My brother walked in the kitchen, and I was shocked to see him step in between my mom and dad. He went right up to my dad and he told him, If you ever lay a hand on my mom again, I'll kill you. This was the first time I had noticed how strong he had become. I remember my mom telling me that he was at the gym a lot recently. He made my dad look scared. And I was shocked because I was so used to seeing my dad have his own way. Anyone that challenged him was his enemy. This was the first time I ever saw him back off. Come to think of it, you know, I really admire my brother for what he's doing. He's really protecting her. I know I couldn't do it. That's why I never moved back home. And yes, before you even ask, I do feel guilty. Oh, did I tell you about Paul? He's a guy I've been seeing off and on for the past few years. He's been telling me lately he wants to get serious and he wants a commitment. I know, I know. My friends tell me I'm crazy. When does this ever happen in this city? 
but I just can't do it. I tell everyone things like, I don't have time for a relationship and my career comes first. But now I feel that a part of me is just making excuses. I'm starting to notice that as much as I'm trying to make this not a part of my life, the stuff with my mom is affecting me. Lately, I've been having the same dream over and over again about my dad yelling and hitting my mom. The dream always starts off the same way, with my mom in the kitchen begging me to come back home. She says she needs me. I see myself pushing her away, and then I feel this negative energy all around me. And I look up and I can see my dad in the background. He's watching. I start walking out of the kitchen and I hear a loud scream. I turn around and I see my dad choking my mom. But when I look closely, I see my dad's face is actually Paul's and my mom's is mine. That is when I wake up. I wake up feeling so terrified I can't breathe. Oh, it looks like my time is up. Same time next week?